Hello, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everything in between. Welcome to the Kevin Clifton Show. And we're about to go live on Instagram as well as we carry on. At, yeah, should we just go live now? Yeah, let's so, do it. Though, why not? I just saw myself in that bloody mirror. Yeah, don't worry about that. Right, we're going live. I'm back here with Stacey Dooley again because we're just chatting about stuff, seems, every, mon- every Monday. Self-isolation has not served me well. What are you talking about? I'm not feeling the part. What do you mean you're not feeling the part? What's wrong? You look beautiful. Anyway, you're not about you're not feeling the Hello. part. Look, there's everyone, everyone turning up. Right. Love so, you guys. That's a nice message. Yeah, Hello. that's very nice. So, you're hey everyone. You're me in the head. Sorry. <laughs> how's, uh, how's self-isolating treating you all? Um, are you climbing the walls yet? How are you doing? You, you, we're all right, aren't we? Yeah, I feel chill. I was saying, yesterday I was sort of, you know, I really fancied a roast and, you know, sort of pottering about and da-da-da-da-da. But the minute you start sort of wallowing and, the, you know, you sort of feel sorry for yourself, you remember, you check yourself and you very quickly think, this is not a big ask. We can do this. Mm. And a lot of people have it a lot worse. Absolutely. So it's just remembering that all hello, the time. Hello. A lot of people saying hello. Tyler's in the house. He says, hi, Stacey. Not Kevin. Not Still Kevin. Still working. I'm a midwife. <laughs> hello. Tyler! <laughs> He's back in Australia, you were saying. Yeah, I think he is, yeah. He's nice, texting me today. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, sorry. Yeah, a lot of people saying, um, yeah, we're supposed to be seeing you. We're supposed to be seeing you in Burn the Floor, like tonight or tomorrow this week. Yeah, really sorry. Obviously, you know, for obvious reasons, we had to um, postpone the show. We're still hoping to... Um, we're still hoping to get it going um, later in the year. We're looking at June, July, but who knows? Like, like you just we're waiting for updates daily, like everyone else. Yeah. Um, but we're determined to get the show out on the road because it's really good, and everyone's you been said working the show really hard. Amazing. Yeah, in rehearsals, it was just looking amazing, and we've got some great new stuff, and and um, yeah, it's going so well. So I really want to get burn the floor out to everyone if we can. Um. So, but we've been, um, uh, oh, thanks. Someone saying they're listening to the podcast. Thank you very much. We're yeah, doing yeah. one right now. Yeah, we're recording this as a podcast right now as well. This is our high-tech equipment. Um, I can only imagine you lot must be sick to the back teeth <laughs> of Insta Live. Of, of online content. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's like I'm, I'm ready to throw my phone, um, well, to destroy it, really, to throw it out the window. Um, for all the online content that everyone's doing um, at, at the moment. And I know everyone's just doing their best, but like, yeah. I, I don't know whether people are sick of it or not, but pe- people have been asking us, come on Instagram Live, and we don't do it very much. We're not like I see a lot of people are sort of on every day, um, you know, g- giving lessons in stuff and whatever and talking to everyone every day, but. Um, we're not gonna, I don't think we'll be doing that every day, will we? We're quite no. private as people. And but also we, quite boring. Yeah, we're also quite boring. <laughs> but we thought... But we thought um, this is mine. But we thought we would come on like sort of once a week and, and just chat about stuff. Yeah. And um, so this week we're, we're chatting, because um, I've been talking a lot lately, um, about we're chatting about my love of um, pro wrestling and wrestling as theatre. I'm interested I, to see, I'm going to watch the numbers. 
What, you want you want to watch the yeah well yeah but it's going to go down anyway but like, like so right. Stacy always laughs at me and everyone always laughs at me because um, I'm such a mad fan of wrestling and I know I already know what like half the comments are about to be it's going to be um, it's going to be oh wrestling's fake that I'm going to loads of comments right now for the people who don't think are about to say wrestling's fake right but see the thing is for me with with pro wrestling I see it as mm. What? We are watching from the staff room in A&E. Oh my we God. We love you. We so appreciate you. My words. We did, we did the big clap the other night yeah. for everyone. It was really it was really emotional. So keep going. Yeah, that isn't us paying lip service or saying what we're supposed to say. We were saying the other night, we are so fortunate and we are so, so proud of yeah, the NHS. For, for anyone you. in the NHS that's watching this uh, or, you and know, everyone on the front all line. the key workers, yeah. Uh, for everyone, Our I don't. Lady in Sainsbury's. I oh, know she's lovely, but if if um, if anyone. Um if you're not hearing it, if, if, if you don't know because you're so overworked and, and we understand how, how busy and how difficult this, this is for you, if anyone doesn't understand just how much appreciation is coming your way yeah. from outside at the moment, honestly, it's all we're talking about because I don't think the country has ever been quite as grateful for you guys as we are right now. And the um, everyone clapping out of their windows and, and out their front doors the other night was... Emotional. I got really emotional because it just... I, I said it showed... Um, My heart's made of stone. <laughs> No, it showed. Really uh, yeah, I just thought we've never been. It's, we've never shown so much unity yeah. like since um, since the Olympics opening ceremony um, for for how everyone and that was about the NHS and all. So I think it's just, it's the biggest thing that we're most proud of in this country, and it, and I thought it was incredible. When I'm in America, that's the thing I'm most um, kind of sassy about. That's the thing I'm most proud of. Mm. Our healthcare system. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, go on. Sorry, we went off topic, but the NHS are kind of important, so that's all right. Um, so yeah, I was talking wrestling. For me, wrestling is the original and highest form of art and theatre. And everything that you watch um, nowadays, um, in terms of like theatre, storylines, all of that, um, I always think wrestling's done it like a few a few decades ago. I always think most sort of um, TV that we watch is basically, uh, uh, you know, 40, 50 years behind wrestling. 40, 50 years? Yeah, yeah. So when basically, like, to years. me, yeah, to me, it's, it's live theatre and it's and it's no different from strictly come dancing it's no different to, to dancing that goes on right so i i've always said we go out there as um as dancers we put some sparkly outfit on we do a choreographed piece um uh, you know of, of of choreography that tries to tell a story sometimes um sometimes it's more than two dancers it'll be a pack and we're trying to tell stories within that team and a lot of the time within dancing someone ends up as the sort of victor or the champion or or, or whatever like the strictly tour that we that, that we do like in in january is like someone wins every night and people come into an arena and there's catchphrases from the judges commentators and and theme music and it's exactly the same and people people watch films um or you know tv series now and and just sit there and believe into it and they don't go well it's fake there's there's act they're actors like everyone watched game of thrones and it was just complete fantasy and no one goes well that's stupid that's fake dragons aren't real i 
I think what I've learned from being with you, spending time with you, mm. is wrestling fans accept that it's fake and you know that it's a spectacle mm. and you liken it to soap operas. Yeah. I think those of us that aren't familiar when I asked about wrestling we think there's an, there's an assumption that we think you think it's real and then we find that yeah. really naff. But that's the silly assumption yeah. is that people that aren't into it, they think that people that watch it think that it's real and nobody does. Unless you're like three years old, nobody thinks my, that it's real. My issue with wrestling is, and you know what, one of the things that I find really attractive about Kevin is that he... Handsome good looks. He doesn't care. He just doesn't give a shit that people... <laughs> kind of tease him a little bit sometimes for watching wrestling and I think that's really cool um, to kind of be unapologetically yourself and have your own interest and your own shit going on but um, we my issue with wrestling is when you've got it on in the background or whatever is I find the acting some of the acting really unbelievable so even if I'm going to believe the narrative it's like a soap opera I find the acting quite bad some of it is but some of it is in anything like some of, some of the actors in Game of Thrones weren't great do you know I've what I mean? I've never seen Game of Thrones. Well, well in, in whatever you watch, um, like, like it's weird right now because on the, on the TV is <laughs> Kelly Bright in EastEnders and she, to me, is one of the greatest actors yeah, of our generation. And I'm not great. saying that just because I partnered on Strictly. I genuinely think she's one of the most incredible um, actors in this country. They're at a funeral. But, I've not watched EastEnders in a long time, but... But, but some acting, you know, some acting is bad. But the thing, but the thing about wrestling is, is, is that it's live performance. Like if you watch Rocky, the, the movie, the depiction of boxing matches in any of those Rocky movies, and the Rocky movies have gone down in history as, as great movies that everyone loves, right? But the, there is, they are so unrealistic, the boxing matches. Like they would have all have been stopped within minutes, those matches, and they don't box like real boxers. They've got their arms down, you know, all of this. And everyone loves Rocky, but they don't sit, we don't sit here and go, that is so bad. That is nothing like a boxing match. We just sort of, we suspend our disbelief and go along with it for the ride. But like what wrestling does is it's live. What, 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 what they have in Rocky is the, is the benefit of, um, of weeks and months of filming and if it doesn't look right they'll film it again and they'll try it again and they'll have stunt doubles and then whereas wrestling is is this live, it's live it's this live theater mm -hmm. that happens and they're and they're they're stunt masters you know like like the wrestlers not only do they choreograph beautiful pieces of choreography for their matches tell stories create these larger than life characters and they improvise with each other but they're also good at you know making the matches look as real as possible without trying without hurting each other and doing it all live you can't do it and then film it again um you know like they do like rocky to me is it's a great film but they they can film it as much as they like and the match still looks stupid in terms of a boxing mm. match the fact that it's live <clears throat> impresses you doesn't it you think yeah that requires talent. Yeah, for sure. Mm. And to do it without, you know, with, with, without getting hurt. And it's like, for, for me, I feel like... It's a global phenomenon. Like, I don't, yeah, it's I don't, massive globally. Yeah. Born in America. I suppose so. I don't know where, where it was actually born. But it goes back, like, a century. Like, you know, it's, it's an age-old thing. It's like, you know, circus sort of carnival stuff. And now there are British and Irish representatives, wrestlers... 
you up? Now there are British and Irish Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all over the world, yeah. It's yeah. not as big in the UK. It's massive in the UK. Is it? Yeah. I've been living under a rock. Yeah, like it, it's Felt huge. It the rest of it. Yeah, everyone's got Kevin so passionate about it. I know. He loves there, it There so is nothing much. I'm more passionate about than this. When and, he does wrestling podcasts, he's pacing up and down the flat and, and he's so animated and, you know, your voice goes up sort of five decibels. Yeah. Yeah, because I am so passionate Seth. about it. But I... But I, I feel sure like, like say on Strictly, I go out every week. Can I just say, he's holding my knee because he wants me to stop talking so he can talk. <laughs> I go out every week, like, like say on Strictly Come Dancing, and it's my job in a live setting, Hello, not Tom. a recorded setting, in a, in a live setting to go out and I've got a minute and a half to tell the story of that dance, so like the match, the judges comment on it so they're the, like the commentators yeah. in wrestling but and also there's an ongoing narrative of like the couples say like kevin and stacy on strictly mm -hmm. and where where we are team. in our journey yeah we're like a tag team yeah exactly so like f for me it's the same thing and and that's what i admire about um about what they do on on pro wrestling they go out and tell those stories in this sort of niche form of of live theatre. Well, you sort of broke it down for me the other day in layman's terms and you said, look, do you remember when they did that EastEnders live special? Yes, exactly. And everybody was in awe. We were thinking, God, you know, what an experience it must have been for them as actors. Mm. And what it was a, a big was, deal in the yeah, country. To be able to witness that unfold. A live, yeah. And we loved the, the kind of the selling point was the unpredictability wasn't it and you say but that happens week after week we're wrestling well i've been watching it for years like since i was a kid like about now there's about seven hours of content weekly of of um of pro wrestling that i watch between wwe and AEW. um that is all live and it's this constant constant soap opera so when it happened with the likes of eastenders Corey, and all that i didn't get on the, I, I think some of them are great and whatever, but I didn't get on this bandwagon of, oh my God, this live episode, because wrestling's been doing it mm -hmm. for years. Mm -hmm. And that's when I say it's ahead of everything else. Mm -hmm. And also- I agree, I echo what you say um, when you reference like Tyson Fury and Ronda Rouser, Ronda Rouser, hmm? Ronda Rousey. When you say that, um, I'll start that again. Go on. I understand when you reference Tyson Fury and Ronda Rousey and Conor McGregor, you say they're all inspired. By wrestling. By yeah. wrestlers. I you accept don't, that. I echo you don't that. Get, you don't get the likes of Conor McGregor yeah. and Tyson Fury being the big personalities they are without them having watched pro wrestling and because they know how to sell but they're fans, a fight. aren't they? They're yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, um, because they understand how to promote and sell a fight and get you interested in these characters. Tyson Fury as the character. Conor McGregor as the character. They've got that from then? wrestling. Because he was... He went into WWE, Tyson Fury. WWE, and yeah. who did he fight? Uh, I think it was Braun Strowman, the other big guy. How was his acting, Fury? Yeah, well, he just had to come in and give a bit of a promo and you know, and talk shit to, to the other guy and, and whatever, it was fine. Trash talk? Yeah, he had to do some trash talking. I'm a massive fan of Tyson Fury. Um, yeah, me too, yeah. But also, see, we're in an era now, or 
Yeah, we're very much in an era now where, and it started with um, the likes of The Only Way is Essex and all these sort of reality TV shows, the Kardashians, the, you know, the, the reality TV shows that probably started getting big, what, 10 years ago or so. 10, 15 years ago even? Not I don't know. 10 years ago, these programs started to get really big. And everyone was sat at home watching it and we called it reality TV. And people were watching it, like watching these lives unfold like it was real life. Mm. Now the truth is it isn't real life. I know people from- It's heavily scripted. I know people from the likes of um, Towie or um, what's the north, the one up north, um, Geordie Shaw. Geordie and, Shaw. Like, and I know some of those people and I've chatted with them about, and, and you know, they say plenty of times, they come in with a with script, they talk to the producers, they talk about what's gonna make good TV. One, one person, I won't say who, but one person was asked at one point, you need to hook up with that girl on the show. And he said, I don't wanna hook up with that girl. And, and he said, no, but it'll make good TV. The ratings will be great if you get with that girl. So they did it. So, so, so like, but people were sat at home watching that as reality TV. The Kardashians make their TV for what makes good TV, not for what's real. Someone, you'll be interested in this comment. WWE is a bit boring without the fans. What's your take on the current situation? Because I'll, I'll talk about that current. in a sec. I will get to that in a sec. But the point I'm making about like Towie and all that lot is that happened like 10 years ago and it's still carried on. Whereas wrestling sort of was doing that decades ago where people sort of thought it was real and was watching it as reality. Uh, Dominic's just joined in. <laughs> now, Dom's been here for ages. Is he? Yeah. Oh, um, so we, we, accept, we accept that as reality. And we're now entering into a, a, a stage where everyone has an online life. Now, like everyone has reality TV. So in a sense, this is, is is um reality tv right everyone's going going on insta live now everyone has their own reality show because they can just turn on their insta live and record themselves right so we're entering into this zone where people can call themselves something different i can call myself um hello emma i can call myself um brian 8423 and give uh, a profile picture of a sword and that's my new existence online. And that's a character, right? And then I can go and record things and I can do whatever they want. And I feel like everyone has got this um, different version of themselves online. Everyone's an avatar yeah. of themselves. And, and I think everyone's very conscious of what they put out online into the world as their own version of reality TV. And you don't really get to see anyone's reality. It's just this version of themselves that they put out. Um, and everyone's censoring and making, trying to make sure that it's entertaining and all of that. Mm. And I'm just saying that's because we're years behind wrestling. Wrestling was the original reality TV when everyone was watching it, believing it was real, all these larger than life characters. I now wrestling, now wrestling's in a different zone where everyone, like the curtain's been pulled back and everyone knows, um, everyone knows what what the deal is that it's produced and scripted and and it's all like a big soap opera but as is every single reality tv show that you're watching do you know what i mean there's not there's not a competition the competition's a competition but like things like you know kardashians and whatever it's that it's not just cameras following reality it's people going do this do that do that and and, and we call it reality tv and produce it as reality 
Right. So you're saying like some of them are like technically capable and they're great at stunts and you're saying others are, they shine yeah. with the acting side of things. Yeah. I think some of the stunts can sometimes look reasonably realistic, but I mm. find the acting totally unrealistic. That's where I am with my relationship. Well, all of it though. Because you haven't really majority. seen all of it. No, I, I suppose I've sort of got it on in the background, haven't I? Hmm. Um, yeah, but it's but a lot of it is just trash talk to each other, isn't it? It's like they're, they're doing promos. They're doing what Conor McGregor does. If Con, if Conor McGregor was doing what he did in the context of WWE, everyone would say it was naff and it's not good acting. He's just messing about. You know, he's he's over the top. But because he's in a different context of UFC, everyone loves it. But he's basically just doing an impression of a wrestler. But Wrestling I, did it all first. But I am a massive fan of UFC, aren't I? I love UFC and I love boxing. Mm. And I love it because I respect them as athletes and I understand the workload and what goes into it and sort of getting yourself ready for fight night. And there's genuine jeopardy. And it's... Um, yeah, but, but, but when, he goes, well, when he goes to the press conference and he starts yeah. tipping over tables and throwing shit at the audience. That's to get the pay-per-views, isn't exactly. it? Exactly, and, and that's, that's, he's just copied that off wrestlers. Yeah. That, that, that's what they all do. Without wrestling, you don't have, you don't have Muhammad Ali. But there is Muhammad Ali was, was, a massive, was a massive wrestling fan, mm. and, he, and he watched it, was all inspired by that, and started doing like wrestling promos. Yeah, no, I accept that, but I'm saying there is a there is a genuine fight at the end of UFC and boxing, yeah. which is yeah. what I find. Yeah, but but I find it all very very entertaining, you know, all of that, like mm. the Muhammad Ali's, Conor McGregor's, Tyson Fury's. It all comes out of wrestling, and my my point is, obviously, some people just aren't into it in terms of taste. But my mm. point is, res wrestling is innovative. Wrestling is, is, is the precursor to all the stuff that everyone watches later. Without wrestling, there's no Muhammad Ali. Without wrestling, there's no Conor McGregor. Without well, wrestling, there's no Tyson. Exist, but but not in the form style, that they are. Yeah. There's no Tyson Fury. Um, without, wrestler, there's no, without wrestling, there's no The Only Way is Essex or the Kardashians. It all, it all stems from what started as, as pro wrestling. What was interesting was... I can't remember... Oh yeah, the um, boxing the other night with um, Fury and oh my God. Wilder. Wilder. Yeah. The the boxing the other night with um, Fury and Wilder. You said when Fury made his entrance, he was mirroring one of the wrestlers. Oh, he copied it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Wilder had that stupid mask on. Mm. And it's actually, that wrestling. wasn't miles away. That wasn't hugely dissimilar yeah, to it's, it's wrestling, all pro wrestling. Um, yeah. costumes. Yeah, so when Tyson Fury got carried in uh, as, as the king on that throne by four guys, um, he's, he's copied that from a wrestler called Baron Corbin in WWE. He does the same entrance. He calls himself King Corbin at the moment. Um, so, and, and Tyson Fury was just, just did a stint in WWE and then he came to the ring, he copied that entrance basically. Mm. And that's what I'm saying is that wrestling is this innovator. Um, whereas I think, I think a lot of people dismiss it because they have this sort of archaic view of mm. like, oh, it's all fake. And I'm like, yeah, yeah you of think course. You pioneers, don't you? Yeah. We went, um, was it last year? I've sort of Dominic says Valent. Dominic says Valent is like that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Valent Dom, when we've got a face off. 
It's like wild yeah. and fury. Um, <laughs> someone, someone asked, what's the difference between um, like wrestling and, and Total Divas? So Total Divas is is like a reality TV show. Is it about the wrestlers' wives? We're, no, it's about the some of the women wrestlers. I beg your pardon. Yeah. Because they're huge as well, aren't they, Becky? Massive, yeah. And yeah. they're almost more more interesting than men. Who was the one that we met? Uh, Natty Neidhart. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so mine says that is there's no real difference between Total Divas and WWE. It's just one is filming them with a bit of sort of produced script, pretending to have arguments and pretending to um, be on holiday or you know jumping in a pool or you know whatever, or, and then some drama happens as a result. The other one is is wrestlers pretending to have arguments and fights so that's that's the literally the only difference so was it last year must have been mm. last year we went to see the wrestling at the o2 yeah so you know kevin clearly adores the wrestling and he was desperate to go and see what was that particular night um what do you mean it was just at the o2 yeah the but what was it? it it was just raw monday night raw yeah wwe raw Monday Night Raw. Yeah. So Kev was desperate to go and see Monday Night Raw at the O2. And I thought, you know what? If it's important to him, then I need to take an interest. I'm going to go. We'll have a night of it. Da, da, da. And we got there and Kev regressed to like, I don't know, a 15-year-old adolescent child. It was the sweetest thing in the whole world. And then his pal said, oh, do you want to come behind the scenes and sort of have a nose and look around and meet some of the wrestlers and we were stationed at the gorilla position that's right gorilla position and we were stationed at also the an excellent position, podcast called gorilla position um which is where the wrestlers make their entrance yeah that's right and we met I'm so proud right now roland seth rollins yeah who's your <laughs> who's your favorite wrestler the Monday yeah, one Night of them, Messiah. Yeah. Yes. And, Monday uh, Night Messiah, yes. But everyone's, uh, <laughs> everyone's got the ump with him at the minute. Yeah, because he's turned heel. Baby faces are the good guys and heels are the bad guys. That's wrestling terminology. So anyway, we met. So Kev is there and Seth is stood right there. And I promise you, it's like we're stood in front of Beyonce. Kev like doesn't really know what to say. You don't really know whether or not you can go up and say hello. And I'm like, so I just go up to him because I'm perhaps not starry-eyed because I don't mm. sort of appreciate the enormity of what's going on and how big of a star he is. Like, I said, did a where Stacey could. And Kevin's pal was like, oh, they did um, like Dancing with the Stars over here. And he was like, cool like so unimpressed it was so embarrassing anyway i was like oh can kev have a photo with you and he was like yeah and kev stood for this photo so imagine you've just asked beyonce for a photo and she said yes this is your one opportunity to get that damn shot kev stood there and for whatever reason like your hair just stood on ends <laughs> and like it looked like your teeth had fallen out yeah, <laughs> like it's like the most terrible picture i've ever seen my whole entire that. life <laughs> And um, yeah, it was his one shot, and it's it's the worst. The same like when he met Robbie Williams. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Whenever I meet someone I'm genuinely in awe, awe of, I, I just turn into an absolute. It pillock. was really like, funny. Yeah, but I don't know. Are you? Oh, and you were really taken about. Sorry, you were on. really excited about seeing. Was it? the older guy that's in charge sat down Vince by McMahon. the gorilla position. Vince McMahon basically owns wrestling. 
Right. Yeah. WWE is his company and WWE are the main... And he was in the corner and you could believe... Yeah, I can believe that he was there. I didn't think he'd still be at every event. Um, But yeah, so we've got this situation now where we've got... um, no audiences, obviously, in wrestling because, um, mm. obviously, coronavirus. That's what a couple of people have asked. Yeah. So it's a real problem because the, the, what pro wrestling is, is that it's... Um, theatrical. It's theatrical, but it's live theatre and it needs an audience. Like, the whole thing is, like, they're saying promos to the audience to get a reaction out, out of the audience. They're taught in the art of getting a reaction from mm-hmm. the audience. That's what the whole thing is about, building a match for crescendos and all of that. It's like the modern-day Stratford-upon-Avon. <laughs> what do you mean? Um, you know Shakespeare yeah you know yeah, they yeah, used yeah. to have those theatres and they were like a complete three yeah, yeah 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 so mon- yes wrestling is Shakespearean good point Stace um, <laughs> so like to me it's like when I'm doing theatre I, I love rehearsals I love the show itself um, and getting them reactions out of an audience but I hate the dress rehearsal because a dress rehearsal you have to perform it as best you can you know, all whistles and bells, costumes, um, and, and, and perform it as if there's an audience, but there's no audience there. So every joke falls flat, everything you want a reaction for falls flat, and the whole thing just feels horrible. And well, that's, that that's, note, that's their struggle right now. On that note, somebody's just asked you, do you think Strictly would work without an audience? I, th- I think it, it strictly without an audience because it's also live theatre. I can't imagine Strictly without it, an audience. It's not ideal. I mean, technically it works because in essence, it's just, it's a dance competition. So the the components that you need are the judges and the couples. So if the couple, if if the couples are are all right to do it and the judges are there, like, and and you've got music, they can dance and the judges can judge it. I Um, think it would feel quite hollow. Yeah. So technically it works but it'd certainly be difficult like it i I would struggle it'd be difficult for me without an audience because i'm such a slave to the audience yeah kev's kev's nickname is tinkerbell because when everyone's clapping and cheering he's on cloud nine and Mm. everything's great and he loves dance yeah and when there's not as much of a reaction you know the walls are caving in and everything's gone to pot and Mm. Mm. Um, but i'm just trying to imagine us you know dancing the samba Stacey Dooley and her partner, Kevin. Damn fine samba from what I can remember. Uh, um, but I can't imagine us walking down the stairs and onto the floor without the feeling of having the crowd sort of on your side. Mm. You know, sort mm. of, that was what pushed you through, wasn't it? When you were sort of crippled with nerves or riddled with anxiety. I think, oh, what am I doing? The crowd, that's, that's what makes it really so special. You can, also, you can also create an energy within the room in, yeah. in Strictly. Like if, if the crowd's in that live studio, yeah. if once that energy is up and the crowd really goes, um, really goes for a particular dance, it can feel like mm. inside, you know, in the building. There's no lovelier feeling, is there? I remember when we did the um, Paso and the kind of feedback mm. from the crowds, and it's actually quite a small room, but it was so, it was like, dirty it was like mm. it was yeah like raw, and, and it can give you a massive boost you feel so grateful but also i think it translates through the telly as well when yeah. you're watching it you can you can feel the energy of the room so without that like you've lost an energy you've lost that live theater lost the spark and en- energy so it is difficult sorry um 
Um, yeah, so that's the struggle that pro wrestling's having at the moment. But some of them are adapting by just literally having beef with each other and having the arguments like that, rather mm -hmm. than trying to do a promo on the mic to like an empty arena and trying to be too sort of loud. Um, but, it's, but it is difficult. WrestleMania next weekend is happening. It's the biggest event of the whole year. Oh. So like what Wimbledon is to tennis. Oh, hang on, yeah, you've told me Yeah, this. WrestleMania is... You're watching it. So it it's like the nice. Super Bowl. It's a Super Bowl. It's over two nights this year. They're saying it, it's because it's too big for one night. I think the real reason is social distancing. Yeah, I agree. Um, <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, we've, we've got WrestleMania next weekend. Someone's put, Stacey should do a doc about WWE. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Kevin should do a doc <laughs> yeah. about WWE. Actually, by the time this podcast goes out, if you're listening on the podcast, it, it's probably just after WrestleMania. I see. But that's happening over two nights at the weekend. and um, Too big for one night. Yeah, and there's going to be no audience for the first time in the history of WrestleMania. Didn't they do it in Saudi? If I made that yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Stacey, you were amazing on the Strictly tour. That's kind. We loved you, you in the were amazing. Singer. Stacey doesn't really care. No, I do care. I do care. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favourite when you when when I've got it on? Does it, is there anyone that you watch and think, oh, they're quite good, or any that you particularly don't like? Any like of the, of the wrestlers? But what's your general view on it? Like, like. But I've just like now, after everything that we've, yeah, but after everything I, that we've, I, we've been saying, like I appreciate the work that must go into it, and I think some of the stunts are reasonably believable, and I accept that there's this sort of global appetite for it, and I, you know, I love hustling. You know, if if you're doing well in your profession, like, I I respect anyone who works hard, but it it's not for me. No. No. But it is excellent. You love it so much. Yeah. I've literally been talking wrestling for like the last few days. I was on a wrestling podcast called Gorilla Position, which is probably the best wrestling podcast there is. It's your friend James, is My friend it? James does. And, um, uh, oh yeah, someone's saying Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak seem to have cracked the code at the minute. Yeah, I agree. I, agree. I absolutely agree with that because what what they've brought is a storyline that, that feels kind of real and simple and they're not trying to overdo it. They're not trying to play to like an empty arena. It's just a simple storyline, which which is what I'm really here for. Kevin, if you was a wrestler, what would your ring music be and what would your name be? My name would be, I know it's sort of already taken as a nickname for The Undertaker, but I'd call myself the Grim Reaper, the Grim. Grimsby. Grimsby. The Grim Reaper, or like the Grimsby Reaper. And I'd be real dark and gothic. Oh dear. Music, music. Um, I don't, oh, I'll have to think about that. Something, something rocky. Who's the hottest wrestler stays? I don't really fancy any of them. Hmm. You don't have to answer that. No. You don't I'll find any of them hot, do you? <laughs> no. Kevin's the next Fandango, that's right. And so uh, it Fandango, his his gimmick was like, he was a dancing, like a ballroom dancer. Oh, wrestler. no way! Yeah, and he, well, oh, like a Latin funny. dancer. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't very good, but that was his gimmick. He just used to dance all the time. Um, and someone asked me, do I watch AEW, which is a different wrestling federation? Yes, I do. I love it. I'm really, really excited about AEW at the moment. Yeah, I look forward to it every week. Let me entertain you as my music. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But this is something that you have got me onto, Robbie Williams. Yeah? So I, yeah, I, I would say, I mean. That's the first time you said that to me. 
No, it isn't. That I watched is. the doc the other day. Yeah, night. but you've never really been into him. I haven't not not been into him. Okay. But I, you are a massive Robbie Williams fan. Yeah. Like you, absolutely idolise. Robbie Williams is my idol. Him. Yeah. And you always sort of have his music on and. Da, 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 da. And then we watched a documentary. No, we listened to a five-hour podcast. A while. It wasn't back. five hours. It felt like five hours. But I found him really um, honest and really candid and really measured and really funny. And I think he had a lot to say. He was interesting and interested. And I thought, oh, yeah, and I sort of get why Kev likes him. And then you have him on Insta all the time. And he does Insta lives with his wife. And I sort of like the back, they sort of, they've got a nice way with each other, haven't they? Mm. And then we watched that documentary the other night. And um, it's just really authentic, wasn't it? It's just very kind of so cheesy. But like what you see is very much what, yeah. what's going on. Yeah, what I love about Robbie is, is his sort of, yeah, he's very vulnerable and just an open yeah, book, isn't yeah. he? But also a he's great sort of entertainer. He's self-deprecating as well. He yeah. piss at himself, which I really Yeah, like. but also a great entertainer. Yeah. He's another one, like, when he's on stage, he's like a, he's like a pro wrestler, just larger than life. My, I love those, those big entertainers. My favourite line was when he said, you know, in my mind, I want to be like David Bowie. I want to be like, um, who else did he reference? Who did he reference? Bowie. He yeah, wants to be knows? Iggy Pop and Iggy Bowie. Pop, yeah. He said, but actually, I'm like a pantomime Norman Wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's funny. Much like myself. Stacey, I adored your documentary on Russia's War on Women. I did Ness on it. Thank mm. you. That's amazing. Would you do a podcast on Star Wars? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, maybe I'd do a podcast on Star Wars. You'd, you've never watched, Stacey's never watched any Star Wars. Now's a good, a good chance for us to do like the marathon. Star Wars marathon, but you're just not into that, are you? You're not going to start that. I don't that. think that's my thing, particularly. No. No. I think I'll procrastinate quite a lot if I promise to do that. But see, that's another thing. I guess, I guess there's a pattern, isn't there, with me? I'm into like these sort of larger than life things, like with a big storyline, mm. like, like Star Wars, I'm into that. Mm. Um, Robbie Williams as an entertainer, mm. pro wrestling, like WWE and all that, all these sort of larger than life stuff. Which is funny because I think that's what you're like as a performer, but as a person, you're very insular, you're an introvert for sure. Yeah, maybe it's like all, it's like all, all the stuff that I'm into like that is just um, Dom's put do a live watching Star Wars and have the camera just on Stacey's face I, yeah, I know Dom, keep telling no. her Dom keep telling her Dom is so thoughtful he's one of the sweetest guys in the whole wide world so Dom and I do a makeup show together um, for those of you who aren't familiar Glow Up and Dom is this super talented um, Mac senior MUA I'm not sure of his exact title but he's mm. one of the judges and he bought Kev for his birthday a load of um, Star Wars, Star Wars candles. candles. And we've, we've gone through them all, haven't we? Yeah, well, yeah, we've used them all. Um, really, yeah, so, so really ma- interesting for the point, no, But the point that I was saying was that maybe, because I'm such an introvert, um, maybe it's like all the stuff that I'm into is like, this, is like the, the stuff inside that I sort of like fantasize about being like I like, love love the idea of being this larger than life but you are like that on stage yeah but that's what I'm saying on stage I'm a really big performer yeah I, like I can be very extrovert and larger than life and 
and and I sort of love the wrestlers and Robbie Williams and Star Wars and all, and all this big fantastical over the top stuff. Maybe I love it and and perform like that as well because in normal life I'm so chilled and such mm. an introvert. Mm. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Dom's going. Bye, darling. See you, Dom. Maybe how long have we been talking for? Maybe we should uh, go. quite a while. Yeah. Um, Thirty nine minutes, okay. forty minutes. Let's wrap this up. Okay. Yeah. So that was basically my uh, my love of pro wrestling, and <laughs> and I'm still determined to get Stacey into it. I still think it's the um, highest form of theatre, and. Um, I love it. Always will love it. I'm on since the edge I was of a kid, I'm going to eventually going to convert Stacy, and one day I'm going to be working in wrestling, and Stacy will be doing a documentary on it, and our whole lives will be wrestling. I'll be wearing all the um, merch. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Thank oh, you very my much. Mom, obviously. <laughs> Your mum's there. Yeah. Um, yeah thank you for, for being here on the Insta Live and um, who knows what we'll talk about next week but I'm still going to do those strictly retrospectives I might I don't know whether to do them like on here um, just because uh, like everyone's on Insta Live all the time at the moment and it's probably annoying for everyone um, but I might do them as podcasts um, just talking about like past seasons of Strictly or past partnerships or dances and telling like the stories leading up to it and sort of backstage and just just doing some like Strictly looking back uh, like retrospective um, episodes oh my mum's on as well um, so I'm still going to do them but they might be podcasts um, so look, look out for them alright everyone um, thank you for watching on the podcast thanks for listening and um, we'll see you all later